welcome the f- to flop soup everybody a podcast about pop culture and flop culture my name is justin and i'm fucking cassandra <laughs> no sorry that was... we're, and we're we're soup. fucking here this is an explicit podcast <laughs> And Cassandra, how are you fucking flopping? <laughs> how am I fucking flopping this week? Um, okay, so jump scare. I was scrolling on Twitter today. Prison, honey. And I saw somebody tweet, I can't believe the Stuart Weitzman's 50-50s are back. And I was like, huh? Huh? <laughs> is this what I think it is? Um, and it is. It's those like knee-high knee boots um, oh. that were so trendy like 10 years ago. Is that right? And I... <laughs> I get a load of these girlies. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's looking them up. What is it exactly that we're looking at here? So I like Googled them today and Kim Kardashian definitely did do a photo shoot in them like three weeks ago. So that's really scary. Um, and also, <laughs> even scarier, I have enormous calves. Like, in a sexy way. Like, it's muscle Obviously. and stuff. So delicious. But rigorously I, body positive all, all Rigorously time. body you. positive. And by the way, if you have fat calves that are just all fat, slay. That's amazing. Exactly. We're all perfect. It doesn't matter how big your calf is unless you are trying to buy a chic, tall boot. Okay, and I was doing this for like a separate reason. I was like, oh, I think I want like a little bit of higher boot. And I have just been like unable to locate anything. I went to, it turns out, it turns out a good place to do this might be Lane Bryant. I went to a Lane Bryant, which is a plus size store. I wear, I'm like on the cusp of plus size. Like I don't normally shop there because I'm like kind of an XL, but I walk in and they're the only place that has like wide and extra wides in the store. So I like time. They think about it. They take the time. They think about it. They're like really trying to cater to their clientele, which I appreciate. But even the Lane Bryant, like wide size, I think I need to try an extra wide. It's like sometimes it's not quite there. Um, and so this in combination with this type of boot being back, I'm scared for me. How many people were scared? Me too. I was really, really scared. I'm scared for what I'm able to get for myself. And it's just, it's tough. And I'm, I'm still ready to start my business of the big half boot store, the big half ski boot store. If you ski, Mm -hmm. you can come to my store also. Um, So just really floppy of me this week. But pro tip, if you have an 18 inch circumference or higher calf, you could go probably to Lane Bryant and check out their wide extra wide sizes. That is beautiful. I also think maybe with this boot in general, it may be the same thing where if you remember, everyone was like, low rise jeans are back. And then everyone was like, fuck that. No one wants to do that. And then it just didn't really happen, I think. And now we're just doing big, big pants. Fingers (laughs) crossed. But I do feel like for most people, I remember scarring moment of my childhood reading in a magazine that most women have thin calves. So it's easy to dress (laughs) in a flattering (laughs) manner. Well, thank God. That's me. And it was like, it was like calves, an often trim feature. And I looked down and I was like, okay. You're reading the magazine and you just look. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. And maybe not for me. Battle. <laughs> it's like, gonna be an uphill battle and it really has been um god. I, oh my god was it like nylon magazine or some bullshit it was definitely like, like 17 or something like how to dress right, from day the, to night a glamour the, allure the perfect age to start 
sending that messaging 17 (laughs) (laughs) the perfect age whatever magazine taught me like what a fupa is it's just all (laughs) it's all bad news so the horrors continue the horrors continue Stuart white spin 50 50s are back i might only be able to buy boots on elaine bryant like you know it's all (laughs) and the big problem the big problem with something like that is actually that I have like really flat feet. So I need shoes that have support in them, but the expensive like naturalizers and such are not doing what the Lane Bryant is doing. So that's really. This shit is in different areas. <laughs> like, I need like orthotic <laughs> thick calf shoes. This store. is a flat footed podcast. Cause same truly. <laughs> it's a problem. It's a concern anyway. So that's how I live me. in the Hoka factory. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so happy fall, happy autumn to me. And Justin, I will turn it back to you and say, how are you flopping this week? Uh, another sports related loss for me this week. Um, mm-hmm. I was hanging out with a friend who is from Philadelphia. Slay, slay, slay. (laughs) And um, we were just, you know, what are you doing with the rest of your weekend? And he goes, oh, my dad's in town. So we're going to see the Eagles play at SoFi Stadium. And to me, my brain goes, the Eagles, the band is touring and you and your dad are going to go see this rock band play at SoFi Stadium. (laughs) And we continue to have a conversation where I'm like, oh, I love the Eagles. And I don't know if I love the Eagles, the band, but it's just, you know, something you say, you know, like, I love that. Like, I'm happy that you have this plan. It sounds really fun that you're connecting with your dad. Um, And um, we the conversation goes on. I like even mentioned Hotel California, but I think he's like, maybe you'll just get it if we keep we keep talking for like 10 minutes. And then he says, oh, our seats are by the touchdown zone. And I'm like, where's that? Is it where they set up the stage? <laughs> and then he's like, what what stage? What do you mean? And I was like, the Eagles, right? And he was like, the team, the Eagles. And I was like, the band, the Eagles. And then it just... I hate to keep this bit going on for so long, but it really is what happened. And I felt so stupid. That is so beautiful. That's um, amazing. I, mm-hmm. yeah. What I love about that is like, that was the confusion with the Taylor Swift song. Everyone was like, not sure. Is it the band, the Eagles or the team, the Eagles? And you were like, I want to live her truth. I'm back to hotel California. In your back. I love how you were like, I love the band, the Eagles. And you're like, I don't even love the band, the Eagles. <laughs> I like some of their songs. Yeah, of course we all do. <laughs> we can all name Hotel California, for example. Exactly, and uh, and don't ask me again anything else about them. And um, where also, is like the thinking they could sell zone. out SoFi Stadium <laughs> as well? <laughs> <laughs> Are they alive? The band, the Eagles. Know. Like, I, hold on, let's me. hold on. Don't the Eagles band. Me. Let's find out how many of these members live on. Um, someone who's like, I'm good at small talk, and then this happens. And you're like, well, (laughs) we can't all be good at everything. So just so everyone knows, probably if the Eagles are at the SoFi Stadium, it's going to be the Philadelphia football team. And they did win that game. So slay. Slay for them. Slay for them. A not Not slay, a not slay was that they lost to the New York Jets this weekend. Whatever that means. Who are like the worst team of all time. It's the first time we've ever lost to the Jets. Wow. Things are not looking good. No, they're not. They're not. But in a funny way. Okay. So I love that plot for you. It makes me feel really close to you. Who is your friend from Philadelphia? Do they listen to the podcast? Let's get them on. Chris. Yes, he listens to the podcast. Oh my gosh, Chris. Chris. Thanks for putting up with me. (laughs) 
Um, okay. Uh, next, we need to remind you to review the podcast. Chris, if you haven't done that yet, huge time for you. Um, everyone else who listens, <laughs> reminder to review the podcast. <laughs> reminder to review the podcast. Reminder to review the podcast. Quick flops? Quick flops. Quick flops. So Men's Health Magazine announces Hot Girl Summer is over. Welcome to Small Penis Fall. To which we say fall has enough stuff going on. We don't need to add more stuff. The horrors continue. <laughs> we don't, whatever that is, keep There's, that. No. I, no. No. Nope. Nope. Next up, a woman shared a TikTok of herself eating 48 oysters on a date and got dragged by the internet this past week. The manager of the establishment she had her date at defended her by saying, quote, I've had two ladies order six dozen oysters each. And that's not even the cherry on top. They were drinking white Russians. And those ladies, those girls were us. I guess it's Oyster Girl Summer. Oyster like, Girl you Summer. Blame a girl like for trying. Love, like, I love <laughs> I love a person doing this in the wake of like oyster bacteria kills right, being so bad. Oyster <laughs> bacteria sends twelve to the hospital. And this woman was like, I'm gonna eat forty eight oysters it's gonna take not on me, myself. Though, built different. Not not me though, built different. And uh, and like there's so something slimy. Something incredible, incredible and disgusting about eating 72, 72. <laughs> 72 oysters and white Russians. Those also, people like, need to be studied. How long was she there for as well? What was the pacing of right. that sheer number right. going down the gullet? What <laughs> do you, like, how long do you think it would take you to eat 72 oysters? Like, I can knock back oysters. But I think we're hitting a wall around 30. I, I also don't like oysters, so it would probably take oh. me a long time. And I'd be, probably be doing a lot of like facial expressions and a lot of yeah. like, Ooh. if you don't like them, I don't know how I don't know how you I don't think you could. If you don't like you them, dump a bunch I mean, of shit on them and then just <laughs> throw it back. <laughs> it's something okay. of the sea. OK, that's great. Really we'll do this. Sea. We'll do this. We're going to catch us wings. at. I can't do wings. We are such a good team. Okay. We will never be on hot ones. <laughs> we'll never be on hot ones. I definitely won't buy. I would like, I couldn't even have one hot one. I'm a baby. I'd just be like, where's the milk? Not we the need one more of hot it. one? Not even the one hot one? I don't know. Not the hottest one. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, next up. Anyone but you trailer premieres. God. God. To dissatisfied size across America. Turns out they needed those dating rumors. Okay, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell, you'll remember from five, six months ago on this podcast. Um, they were like rumored to be dating because they were going to be in this movie together. And everyone was like, they're cheating on set. The trailer has come out. It looks god awful. And no one even cares. No one cares. I don't even see anyone talking about how no. bad it is. Yeah, I mean, a couple people are saying how bad it is, but definitely no people are saying can't wait to see this. Uh, just like which was the goal? Just... <laughs> which you is really the goal of dropping a trailer? Right, is. you drop a trailer, you drop a sneak peek. You want people to be like, "This looks amazing." Instead, they look can't like wait. they don't want to be there mm. in the movie. Yeah. In the movie, they look like they don't want to be there. Which yeah. is, I think, this might be a sign that Sydney Sweeney wasn't cut out for this because we know Glenn Powell is good in a rom com. So that's tough Good for her. Good at many things, yeah. Yeah. We'll see Sydney in Euphoria in 2026 when it returns. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, yep. And we need to be more intentional about when we say we are so back because I remember a lot of people saying we are so back during the first run of press for this. And it turns out we are not so back. 
Yeah, so, we are the complete opposite of back. We are, we <laughs> so are gone. just like <laughs> digging the hole further. She's so deeply buried. She's so underground. Oh, this is a good one for me. Next up, UK delivery service Just Eat commissions a third pop cover of their single, Did Somebody Say Just Eat? This was first Snoop Dogg's tune. And then Katy Perry covered it very famously, I might add. We we remember it. We do. Did somebody say just Not me, but God bless. <laughs> nope, we can't. And now Christina Aguilera and Lotto have collabed for an opera slash rap version, which is making us also wonder why Xtina saved her best vocals in years for an ad for a UK delivery service. Yeah, UK food delivery service. I, it's the song is go, is great. I like I listened to it today and I was like, why is this literally good? I think the Katy Perry version is bad. I did my research for this one. I think the Katy Perry version is the worst one. I think the Snoop Dogg one is okay. I think the Christina Aguilera Lotto one sounds like a song. Katie won though because she successfully turned. I remember it became a viral thing for a moment in time. So, with the okay. ding dong part. She had the ding okay. dong. Did somebody say ding dong? You know. No, you don't. No. <laughs> but, 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 I love that for you. Love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> um wow christina aguilera making so many moves in the music space um but in a floppy way also announcing <laughs> that she's gonna do a vegas residency um after kylie minogue so she's gonna follow kylie minogue the same theater love um, that what would like this is actually okay her second vegas residency did you know she had a, a first one no christina <laughs> had one already it was called experience experience okay like girl what are we singing like what are the hits there ain't no I other man it. and genie in a bottle and that's all we you have it's you hits. are beautiful hey. that's three fighter <laughs> nope fighter? don't know what that is no nope, you do not real oh no you're lying to me you're lying to me no <laughs> you're lying like, to me right i feel now. like you i'm in a ch i'm in like in a dark chat room with justin makes me like that trolling. much stronger makes me work uh, okay. a little bit harder <laughs> There's too many songs that have like the concept of being strong or not strong. I can't keep track. Yeah. Oh my god. Every year. Also, I love googling Christina Aguilera Vegas residency, and it's Christina Aguilera is taking her talents to Las Vegas. Here's how to get tickets, and I'm like, you just buy them. <laughs> <laughs> like, you right. Just like buy you literally them. <laughs> just like click on the very first link, and you're like, seventy five dollars. Great. And you and you make <laughs> peace with that amount of money, and you pay that amount of money, and then you have tickets. That's and how that works. And that's how it works. <laughs> and that's it'll be more complicated for you to get to Las Vegas in, a, in an acceptable manner. <laughs> Listen. But you can definitely have tickets. I hope she does the song Your Body. If you don't know that song, it is the loudest song ever recorded. I highly, <laughs> I'll put some of it in there. Right. Please do. Here. Please do. Next up, we have one of the world's most classic flops. Rite Aid has filed for bankruptcy. I need to say I, I have no money left. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's like literally as, as classic as it gets in terms of flopping, filing for bankruptcy. I remember Question. being absolutely gobsmacked seeing their rebrand of that disgusting, hideous 
blue green. Right. Was like, it's, it's it was disturbing. Just, I mean, they just admitted defeat to CV. They, CVS was like, we own red, and they're we like, own you're red. right, you're right. We're going blue and green, and it's like that's so lame of you to do. Right. It's, it's like, so you know, they just rolled over and died. Very <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> Also, Rite Aid is like Pennsylvania based, so this is extra in some ways local flop. <laughs> mm, there are less of them in LA. I did live very close to one, so it was like growing up the pharmacy the place, store yeah. I would go to. Um, and yeah, and then they just plopped that blue and green sign down and they made the font extra skinny and they added like a bowl with like leaves. It was they, just, they no, did millennial no. branding like five, six so years after the peak of that. And it was like, this is I can't even place it in time, it's honestly. It's not even cute. Well, yeah. I feel like they were trying to go like minimalist. Whatever it is, goodbye. Ooh. I'm looking Ooh. forward to a CVS replacing the one that's near me because it sucks in there. Well, I mean, is it <laughs> was CVS the one we said was also not yeah, last they're closing, week? <laughs> they're closing 900 stores, but hopefully they're going to open one where the Rite Aid is. I mean, what else would go where a Rite Aid was if not a CVS? Like, how does mm. it? A Walgreens? A pickleball court. <laughs> yeah, that's a really, really, really fucking good point. Okay, final click flop of the week. So, taking us home, Millie Bobby Brown reveals to Glamour magazine that she credits her, quote, feminist awakening to a visit with a psychic who informed her that she was, in fact, a feminist. She wasn't sure. And then the psychic said, she... You are. I love being told I'm something and then saying, You know what? I am that something. Thank you. We have to get Gwen Stefani to this psychic. <laughs> There's so many things. Where do we start? She's she's like, I have a headache. I have so much to tell you, Gwen. Please, <laughs> Gwen, please listen. <laughs> please listen to me. I'm please. your last hope. Oh my god. This is. I love the idea that I could send a woman who thinks she's not a feminist to a psychic, and the psychic will say, "Actually, you're a feminist." That's like done. I'll start <laughs> believing in this. I'll be like, you can see ghosts totally. if you tell somebody that they're a feminist and they believe you. Okay, you can see ghosts. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I think psychics are trying to stage some sort of comeback. I've just been seeing them bubble up again. I, I see it, I'm watching, and now we see the the celebrity endorsement as well. It's true, it's true. I mean, I feel like celebrities have always been in the pocket of like, like co comedians who I really, like Jador, who I really love, will be on podcasts <laughs> telling like earnest stories, being like, there definitely no. There's this one woman who I forked over like tens of thousands of dollars to because like she just gets it, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Casey Wilson. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. She's an incredible talent in the communi she community, is. but <laughs> she yeah. loves a psychic. I also see Gen Z, which is Millie Bobby Brown saying For they sure. don't want the earnesty of therapy, so they go to a psychic. You know, but psychics yeah. are kind of earnest, aren't they? <laughs> well, they. Are, but I do appreciate the like honesty and transparency of that statement. It's like a psychic is a type like you going because you need like time on you. You need like the spotlight. Yes. You need mm -hmm. to work through something mm -hmm. you. You need someone's attention on you and your feelings. I yep. appreciate that like comparison because it is very similar in that sense, except that you know the psychic is sort of doing a weird lie. And a good psychic is really just an empath when you think about it. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, I'm seeing that you're your feeling grief and <laughs> right. et cetera. So those are our quick flops for this week. Amazing note to end on as usual. Yeah. Um, we are... <laughs> I'm like, and we're sorry to everyone. We're moving into our hot flopics. It's hot, hot. 
Yes, exactly. Do you want to start us off with this one? Yeah. So, okay. So this hot topic is, does anybody know what's on scripted TV? Slash why is everyone watching Suits on Netflix? I just, obviously the strikes are precipitating this issue, this concern. But actually... Mm There are still shows premiering and such. And really what's going on is that like there's no clear promotional cycles from anyone. So it's really hard to understand like what is going on out there. Um, And it's really, I think, floppy. Um, And so are actually the TV shows themselves, in my opinion. Um, So I have a little quiz to get us warmed up here for Justin. Um, He loves my quizzes. I was just expressing this before the pod. So he yes, loves he loves true. this journey of me like sort of monologuing and being like, which one? All right. Okay. So the theme here is just like TV shows that are on sort of like right now. What's up with them? Okay. What's up with them? Love okay. that. I need help with that. So yes. <laughs> so we're just gonna and this will be, I think, really informational for a lot of people. Um the first question is which of the following is not a real TV show that has premiered on television in the past six months. Okay. Is it A, Gen V, a spinoff of Amazon Prime series, The Boys, that is about, quote, young adult superheroes or soups being tested in battle royale challenges at the Godolkin University School of Crime Fighting, founded by Patrick Godolkin, run by Vought International. Okay, so that's option one. Listen, okay, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about that in a we'll second. We'll talk about it. We'll talk is, about it. Is it B, Lessons in Chemistry, a miniseries based on a best-selling novel of the same name about a failed lady chemist who finds success on a cooking television show in the 60s because cooking is just chemistry. This show is starring Academy award winner brie larson now streaming on apple tv plus okay uh we can always say academy award winner brie larson we can (laughs) can always always say say, we can always say that is it c goosebumps a revival of the classic rl stein book series goosebumps airing on disney plus and starring justin long okay him might have to check that that's, out yeah that's kate bosworth's <laughs> boyfriend honey um <laughs> is it d the fall of the house of usher on netflix loosely Ooh. based on <laughs> sorry Go oh ahead. you've heard of her loosely based her. on loosely based on the edgar Allan poe story of the same name this show follows the ceo of a corrupt pharmaceutical company facing his questionable past when his children start dying in mysterious and brutal ways. This, of course, stars Carla Gugino, Bruce Greenwood, and the guy who played Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars movies. Mm, we love a Sackler allegory, don't we? <laughs> we? We really do. Like, honestly, that's a whole genre of TV show at this point. Sackler right. genre. Sackler mm-hmm. core. Okay, is it E? By the way, there's F number of answers. <laughs> is it E? Special Ops colon Lioness. This would be a show on Paramount Plus, a spy thriller starring Zoe Saldana as um, a, quote, force recon marine named Cruz Manuelos, who is tasked with befriending the daughter of a terrorist financier who is on the CIA's kill list. It also stars Morgan Freeman, Nicole Kidman, and Britney Spears' ex-husband, Sam Ashgari. <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> Your final, wow. your final option here is FBI colon Task Force, the fourth spinoff in Dick Wolf's FBI series. 
This show stars Academy Award winner Tim Robbins as the FBI boss in charge of a joint terrorism tax force comprised of, among others, Danielle Panabaker and American Horror Story alum Cody Fern. Oh, Danielle Panabaker to the screen. Yes. <laughs> to the screen. Okay, okay so which one, which one isn't real? I think FBI colon task force. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. But what's crazy? Okay, yay. Here's what's crazy. There are three shows called FBI, <laughs> FBI colon most wanted, and FBI colon international. Those are real shows that star real actors. Okay? Right. <laughs> like... So yeah, that's like they're... acting as a job. Like it's it's a it's a job. You, it's you a clock job. in. Yes, <laughs> you clock out. Like yes. there is no feeling that you're having. You're just like, hey, I'm here to say the line. Where's yeah. the perp? <laughs> like, I will say, leave. okay, couple things. Couple Gen things. V, actually good. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of a so we're doing spawn now. I sat down and watched it, and I had a good time. It's probably floppy of me to say, but no, 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 no. The boys is fun. Good. It's a good it's show. Fun. I, I think that show it's, is good. It packs a punch and yeah, it has something it to say. Okay. It, it does something with Jack Quaid, which I think is amazing. Right, <laughs> bold of them to do something with him. Yeah, and what it has to say is very obvious, but you know, at least it has something to say. Also, Fall of the House of Usher. I was an original. I love Mike Flanagan, who makes these House of Blank, Haunting of Hill House, Blythe Manor, like all these Netflix haunted house like things. He does spooky stuff. He's not good anymore. He doesn't make good stuff anymore. He doesn't write dialogue in a way that is like how people talk. It is really hard to watch. It's tough. It's tough. That's hard. hard. It's brutal. It's so earnest. It's so just like gothic malaise and so self-important and yeah anyway so that's all some of those got a response from me um i wish danielle panabaker was on the screen because <laughs> <laughs> i love read it and weep from the disney channel original movie yeah days. of course of course the great film yeah. she's good film. she's on some cw stuff like but not fbi colon task force because that doesn't exist yet um <laughs> lessons in chemistry seriously looks like one of the worst things that could have ever oh happened God. i tried to read the book like i did the google preview and i was like nope can't do this this is not prose for adults so <laughs> That's tough, um, and I can't believe that spe- special ops colon lioness is real. I I don't even that's know what crazy. to say about that. Like that's the yeah. craziest one. Um, that almost got me. That was it's, tough. It's like, but then the specificity of Britney Spears's ex husband actually being on the show it can't be beat. Had to have happened. I couldn't have made that up. <laughs> right, exactly. You could not have pulled that from anywhere. And Zoe Saldana will do anything. Like, there's yeah, that's no so genre she true. Won't be yeah, in, she's so... just like, sign me up. That sounds good. Yeah. Down. Okay. And she does love an action moment. Anyway. It's true. <laughs> going forward. Okay. Next question. <laughs> okay. Virgin River is a TV show on Netflix that has had five seasons and been <laughs> renewed for a sixth. Uh, what is Virgin River about? Is it A, a metropolitan pansexual woman takes a job as a sex therapist in the small town of Ice River in Montana because the town is populated solely by adult virgins. She finds small town living in Ice River to be more complicated than she thought, especially when a sex toy shop run by a PTSD riddled former Marine comes to town. Is it 
B, they're going to stay specific. A woman answers an ad to work as a lawyer in the small town of Blue Ridge River in North Carolina in order to get a fresh start from her overwhelming and sexless life in the big city of Charlotte, North Carolina. As a 29-year-old virgin, she finds dating in a small rural town of fishermen and PTSD-riddled marines more difficult than she would have thought. Is it C? Oh, my God. New York City doctor. (laughs) (laughs) moves to the town of Virgin River, Alabama after failing to secure a residency in the big city and coincidentally inheriting half of the town's medical practice from a father she never knew. Small town shenanigans ensue as as she gets ensnared in a love triangle with a local attorney and a PTSD-riddled former Marine. (laughs) I thought her dad was going to be the PTSD-riddled former Marine. Go ahead. (laughs) Or is it D, a woman answers an ad to work as a midwife in the remote northern California town of Virgin River in an attempt to start fresh. Her husband died in a car accident while they were arguing over over the woman's infertility, which makes her think that it's her fault that he died. But she soon discovers that small town living in Virgin River isn't quite as simple as she expected after she becomes romantically entangled with a PTSD-riddled Marine. (laughs) Former Marine. They're all former okay. Marines. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is there another? <laughs> no, that's it. I only okay. did four for this one to spare us all. Will you drive the knife deeper? <laughs> um, so um, we are not making fun of PTSD, but <laughs> no, shows no. love to put a PTSD riddled former Marine <laughs> everywhere. To spice it up a little bit. Okay. Also, the specter of the big city. Also, amazing. <laughs> The specter of the big city is everywhere. I'm going to go with that last one. I I think midwife. It's true. It's true. She's a midwife. But I do okay. want to say, I do want to say that the plot of C, aside from the, the marine part of that, that is actually the plot line of a show called Heart of Dixie that aired like 10 years ago. I do it. I Except do for it. and the name of the town, I changed Rachel it Bilson. Yes, Rachel Bilson. So yes. I'm obsessed with the fact that like it is like. Almost a carbon copy down to this actor, Tim Matheson, plays an old doctor on both shows who has, like, friction with the woman who moved, which is crazy. Like, I I don't even know what to do about the fact that, like, A, this show, like, kind of already happened, and B, it's so popular. Like, I have had this show brought up to me by, like, all women, but women of all ages. (laughs) Just... Womanhood 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 represented (laughs) in the virgin river so that's a very very popular show on netflix and a bonus fact about it is that although it's had five seasons of tv like it's been on since 2019 only six months of time have passed in the world of the show since it started what (laughs) what's happening every season like eight weeks goes by wow yeah (laughs) i want to point out too netflix is stingy with how many seasons it lets us for show sure. Get, so which which know? means that this show is mega popular for for yeah. a show to get and five also, seasons is like a huge deal, and also mega cheap probably. As well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like for probably, sure. I mean, yeah. there's one famous person on it. It's this guy who was on both of these shows. This might be the first AI written show that we don't know about. You know that like <laughs> yeah. they were experimenting. We had in the no lab. idea. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's like oh, I'll synthesize because we not Win Dixie. <laughs> part of Dixie. Part of Dixie. <laughs> I will say, um, I read a couple reviews, like in the Washington Post and the New York Times, like 
in variety being like so this show is bad but i love it there's nothing better <laughs> than having this oh on so i think and they that's really kind of hit the on something of, this. That's of kind netflix of the of yeah. this whole segment is that it's bad but we watch it but people <laughs> and- are watching it like they are watching it um okay i have a couple more uh rapid fires before we get into the meat of what we want to talk about so Perfect. just quick true or false um the sci-fi network has been airing a chucky tv show since 2021 it's had three seasons and the third season is certified fresh with a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. True or false? You know, true. Let's say true. Of course it's It's true. It's true. It's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Uh, Next up, we're going to do it's it's, it's as crazy as it could be. And that's kind of what this whole segment is. It's like, that's real? Yeah. Well, we'll see. We have another (laughs) round here. This is called Rapid Fire. Is this a real TV show currently airing? And I'm just going to say the name and you're going to say yes or no. Okay, ready? Okay. Wheel of Time. Oh, yes. Yes, that's a fantasy fantasy show starring Rosamund Pike, the Gone Girl. I've seen her. I've oh, trust me, bending the wheel of time. By, bending yes, the wheel of time. Alon loves that show. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Okay. Next up, Wolf Like Me. That's real. That has to be real. That's it um, is- Josh Gad. Yes. Yeah. So Isla Fisher is a werewolf who falls in love with Josh Gad. She's the werewolf. Okay. She's the werewolf. Right. Yep. Yep. Right. She's Ooh, the werewolf. Really subverted expectations there. Okay. Great. Okay. Um. <laughs> really quick. Uh. The Gilded Age. Don't try me. <laughs> Don't step to me. The existence of the Gilded Age, yes, it's true. It exists. exists. We're here. The new season is out like any day now. (laughs) Who the fuck knows? It will just drop upon us and then we'll have to watch it. So, Okay, um, one more of these. Old Dads. No. That's going to be a yes. That'll be Bill Burr, Bokeem Woodbine, and Bobby Cannavale play dads. They play dads (laughs) who are old. Oh, Bobby Cannavale. I, mm, that's my baby. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I might watch this. What if it's good? Um, <laughs> it won't be, but I, I might watch no. it. But imagine not wanting to watch Bobby Cannavale. It could be me. Um, <laughs> but the way I've never heard of that, like I, uh, the way that I was like. Never. Oh, never. Oops. Gone. It, it took so much Googling the phrase of like, what's new right now? TV this week? Question <laughs> mark for me to find that. Any, t- any TV for me, please? oh god okay and then our final question is our little segue into the conversation today which is which of the following intellectual properties is not currently in talks for a rebooted tv show is it a twilight b harry potter c showtime's weeds d fraser e recent netflix phenomenon and original usa network tv program suits sadly it's weeds they're not they're not rebooting weeds (laughs) so okay so the Actually, it's a little bit of a trick question. I, Whoa. It's not in production, but there are talks. Like, they keep, like, talking about it. Like, it keeps, like, coming up. Like It's us. It's, it's like, us talking it's, like, about it It's, like, on right the now. table. No, it's on the table at, at Showtime or whatever. Um, oh, but, God. Yeah, the rest of, the rest of these are more on the path than, than Weeds is. Um, so that's, like, distressing Twilight TV show, Harry Potter TV show, Frasier TV show premiered last week. Here we are. They have been threatening that Harry Potter reboot for some time now. I oh it's scarier every day that goes by every single day every single day i mean twilight like you can't recreate no there's no recreating as as a tweet said you'll never have the magic of lesbian bella and edward who doesn't fucking want to be there i mean if they even touch the baseball scene from the first movie if they even try it 
And yet, on the flip side, if they were smart, I feel that the TV series would actually just be about a vampire baseball league. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> the core is baseball. It's like, yeah, just sell like it's like it's in, it's in the universe. It exists at the same time. Like, and that's right. all that you need because don't revisit whatever you did with Renesme and such. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And CGI still can't handle Renesme also. No, definitely. <laughs> like, no, there's no, not even AI could that. make Renesme. <laughs> like, no. And for those who aren't aware, I hope you're aware, but like that's the human hybrid vampire baby that they tried to make from in the CGI of the 2010s, but just came out looking like a Furby cabbage patch type of thing for a bit. Uh, yeah, so, a Furby cabbage patch rough. hybrid instead of a human vampire hybrid or whatever. She Microwave Furby vibes. Like yeah, child was... who grows. She was like growing one one year every day or something like yeah. let's not even let's not even go down the path the suits situation is that every it seems to be it seems to be that the tv show that everyone is watching is suits i tried it i sat down you and tried I said, it let's see what this is all about that's amazing use a procedural you could use a procedural i think everyone could but i mean you hit that point watch the show when it was on my family just watched it and so I don't know what it means that like we, it turns out we're one of a very few to be doing that. Like, I don't know what everyone else was doing if they weren't watching the USA Network characters welcome, you know? <laughs> what does that mean? I just like, I don't know where we are as a society if it's like the monoculture is somehow a show that premiered in like 2009. This is Satan's work. Yeah, it's like a, we keep referring to like the term of comfort watch. You know, yeah. and I think procedurals kind of get you into that comfort thing, which means like, ultimately, I don't want to be challenged after like a, my nine to five, you know, <laughs> right. It's just it's amazing because the networks are still making procedurals. As I share, there are three FBI colon shows that you can check out. Uh, well, yes, but yes. they're not on streaming like you can't watch that on Netflix, I don't think. So it's mm -hmm. like instead we're feeding that addiction by watching suits like I. I've seen people watch it at the airport in the past six months. I've I've overheard coworkers going, hey, have you seen this show Suits? And then the other one going, yeah, I'm on season nine. There's nine seasons? Like 11. Is it one where it's like there's 28 episodes, each is like an hour long or 45 minutes? Like, is well, that what it is? Suits is that what we're dealing with? Show. I think so, because I mean, there's, I wanted to say also. Seasons. There's nine. nine se okay, Go he ahead. was on the last season. That's great. <laughs> he was almost done. And then he'll probably watch it again in a, yeah. week, in a year. 134 total episodes. So that's going to be yeah. not, not me doing math for the pod. When will it stop? It's like, yeah, 13 episodes a season about. The dark part is that they do this. This happened with The Office, too. We see the surge and then they try to reboot it in some form. So something right. in the Suits universe is coming. Right. And <laughs> and they already did a spinoff that failed. Anyway, it was before they had this netflix like you know hysteria but the, i think they're gonna do what what you have been referencing which is like they're gonna reboot it and then it's not gonna or like make the spinoff whatever it's not gonna go anywhere yeah. and then those it's like it. oh this is fun for a moment but ultimately doesn't feel the same as the first we move on we stop watching it they try it a season two of whatever they tried to reboot and then it drops off and then all of a sudden just like arrested development it's all of it's just gone <laughs> one day they lose the rights and boop done it's all over, over. It's just like, <laughs> and you're back to purchasing dvds yes yes you're back that's to 
the best buy of it all. But it's it's all just like it's so everything is so spread out. Like what is what is the next person doing with their time? Are they in the Yellowstone universe? Are they it's Yellowstone? I mean, we can't even get started on that. Kevin no. Costner is like leaving the show? Question mark. Whatever. Yeah, can't. that's like a modern version of this. And I guess Walking Dead, which I wanted to bring up too, is similar yes. in for the new era. So if you don't know, Walking Dead has just been happening this whole time I mean, it's a show about zombies if somehow you don't know zombies. the dead be walking it's what they do um in many of these shows um but it started in 2010 it just ended in 2022 there have been 11 seasons zombies are happening throughout but what's really crazy is that there are like six spin-offs of it three of them were just announced also and they're all coming they're all coming like one of them is already out and basically in 2015 a spin-off series called fear the walking dead started and it's just about to end this fall oh it is gonna end later yeah it's ending eight seasons later amazing so yeah also another happened in 2020 called the walking dead the world beyond then an anthology series 2022 that's when that aired now three the walking dead colon dead city the Walking Dead colon Daryl Dixon and The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. This is the so, colon universe right here. Colon dead to, to Walking dead. 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 Zombies yeah. again. Walking Dead. We still have <laughs> the are. zombies. Who is watching these? I tried Dead City. Oh, I tried it. That's brave. I tried it last I tried it like last week. Was, that's brave. You're doing so much more trying than I ever am. I tried Walking Dead for a period. I like I like zombies. I, I like the horror. I like all that stuff. Um, but it doesn't feel like that i don't know it, it's it's different it's something else it's not like for the horror enjoyers i don't know yeah. what it is for it's, it's for it's the procedural enjoyers <laughs> I, I feel like for a while the walking dead was like um it was the focus of a lot of like political analysis political correctness is so last year this is art at first it was like oh it's really popular with republicans like if you look at like a breakdown of like where republicans versus democrats watch and then it was like actually it's really popular with both republicans and democrats and so it's like this like bipartisan like flash in the pan television program yeah they did it they did it but i feel like isn't it like all just about like the it's about like how are they gonna survive like under what organization as a people all these zombie shows that are like currently airing including the last of us are like plot twist the people are the real horror you know like (laughs) that's the (laughs) right right (laughs) and it's like the point of the like what would you learn in walking dead colon world beyond walking dead dead city daryl dixon ones who live it's all just like and by the way it's the people who are actually the horrors and by the way but it's the people the people bipartisanship and that's bipartisanship. <laughs> the bipartisanship is, by the way, the people are the horrors. And it's just yeah. like, it, it makes like being a person in the world so impossible. Like I, I, I miss succession. I miss like knowing that yeah. probably someone in the room was watching succession. And now we're in this spot where I'm like, I don't know what anyone is watching. I'm mm-hmm. at my house watching like Will and Grace for the first time. I mean, that's my suits. <laughs> Mine's Real Housewives of Orange County right now. You know, it's Perfect. like, it's yeah. like, what year are you in? What day is it? 
I'm currently in 2004. We're deep in Bush era. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. And that's kind of what we've been reading about this past year is everyone's been predicting the downfall of the peak TV era kicked off when Netflix launched House of Cards. Everyone was like, oh, things are getting prestige. People are spending a lot of money on these shows. And like, you can tell that there's a lot of intention and like it's it's prestige, essentially. And then we we see Big Little Lies and then HBO takes over. And then it, everyone's saying that it kind of ended with succession in a way. Like that was kind yeah. of the fall or like yeah. there's nothing lined up. That's that prestige. It does feel that way. Like that, that feels right. Like they're, they're back. We're in like this reboot territory. It's like, it's like what happened to the movies is now happening to TV in mm. a way that's bad, except for whatever Apple TV plus is doing. I don't know what they're doing over <laughs> they're there. Just... I have no idea. They're still spending around. money, 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 money. But because yeah. they're not subject to the same financials that the rest of these organizations are so you know you sell an iphone you make a tv show is a different business model than <laughs> i'm hbo i'm the home I'm, box office this is what i do i'm, yeah. the, I'm the home <laughs> box office and i got eight up by discovery plus or whatever the right. fuck happened there so and to kind of round it out i mean how can we blame sam levinson for all of this honestly easily, with ease it's we actually can because what was supposed to follow succession was the idol as like the handoff. Like the articles I were reading were kind of like each there's like these handoffs that happen in the eras of peak TV and succession was trying to hand it off to the idol and then whoop slip. It got handed off to no one. And now we're left with the Gilded Age premieres in a week. <laughs> <laughs> to close out, they're saying the era that we're in is trough TV. They say it's because it's like the trough goes down and then is flat. And then eventually goes back up again. But to me, I envision like trough is where pigs eat. Is that a little pig? And they eat a bunch of slop that's just full of whatever. No one knows what's in it. And I think that's yeah. kind of like what TV is right now. What's happening to all of us. So if you yeah. don't know what's on TV right now, that's okay. You're skipping out on absolutely a bad it. time for it. You can watch Will and Grace on Hulu. You can watch do The that. Real just Housewives of Orange County. Or watch The Good Wife. Or watch The Good Wife. Please watch The Good Wife and The Good Fight. Next up, Jada Pinkett Smith's revelations. Jada's revelations. Um, we have to talk about this. Every moment there's something new coming out. But basically last week, Jada Pinkett Smith opened the floodgates and every single piece of information she's ever had a thought about or considered has spilled out into the press. I think it was an interview she did with NBC. A lot of this is to promote her upcoming memoir, which is titled Worthy. And it's just everywhere. And it's about anything. And we're just going over a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. She also did a New York Times profile. So that's part of mm, this um, as well. Serious. And yeah. it's just been, I mean, okay. So where do we start here? Her and Will Smith are not together. That's the big revelation of it all is that they have been separated for the last seven years. And the th big thing was that when, oh God, like this is the flop is that we're talking about the slap again, but she had said when the slap happened and when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and he said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. She was like shocked to hear him say my wife because they had been separated during that time. And she didn't like consider herself to be that. So that was like, quote unquote, explosive. And I think another layer was that Jada said that during a time before the joke that Chris Rock made, he had asked her out because he had heard rumors that they were divorcing. And so yeah. 
and she turned him down and all this stuff. And that kind of adds this like layer to the slap that we didn't really know about before. I think it yeah. adds a layer of like Chris Rock. What? You're annoying. Up? <laughs> like <laughs> what's going on? Like a layer of like, okay, so if you like a girl, you should pull her hair. Uh... <laughs> like it's very much that because it's not the first time he has like, yeah. to, like done a dig at her. And like, he has like weird beef with Will Smith. Like the, the whole thing just feels really like, Okay, like... Okay, yeah. We're learning all of it against our will, right? That's kind right. of the vibe. It's very <laughs> it's like, like Jada Pinkett Smith reveals, and you're like, I don't need her to reveal more. I don't need more from her. I don't need it. And like... The thing that her and Will Smith are like not actually together. It's like one of those things where like when you go to a wedding and then um, the people are like, actually, we got married already. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, oh, I'm surprised, but I'm not like surprised that because you were feel about anything, really. Right. Like you were <laughs> you were going to get married here anyway. That's how it feels about them announcing that they're actually not together. It's like, yeah, we were thinking that probably you weren't because for the past like eight years, there's only been, you know, first it started with the pictures of him and Margot Robbie after they did that movie focus. And then she had like a full blown affair with some 30 year old that she had to address on her show, Red Table Talk. Where she was like had Will on and they pretended like it was like a bump in their relationship and not like actually were functionally separated. Right. Yeah. And they framed it kind of like they were open at the time. These are I have to just also take a moment and recognize you've pulled amazing metaphors out to, you know, really <laughs> pull us into the situation here. So delicious. Like, Thank you. So, thanks so much. <laughs> I yeah. um yeah I actually went to I took a metaphor class last week and I was like oh you did you. yeah I'm hoping so, to take that class <laughs> yeah you should really get into it they really teach you a lot about I can't think Just... of a metaphor okay <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back um... shit. <laughs> But it's it's all been just very like, okay, so you had this show called Red Table Talk where you were sort of pretending that you are doing radical honesty and instead you haven't been doing that and you've been saving all of the radical honesty for your memoir making you just like everyone else. And and I think retrospectively putting a bad sheen on your show that was actually kind of interesting like in, yeah, in what the concept was. There were truths being told and that right. it was all being laid out. Everyone was being open and honest and... Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, that was just a strategy. This memoir is just a strategy. We're like in this open and honest era. It's all filtered through. Watch this, buy this, read this. Right. This. It's like, all filtered through. I thought yeah. you were already in your open and honest era. So right. like this yeah. doesn't feel. So then what was that? And what is this now? <laughs> How do I, now? what do I right. think of this? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, yeah. She also just has some sort of like ridiculous um, like declarations. I don't know if it's from the book or from an interview, but in the like directly from the interview, but in the New York Times piece, she she declares that she meditates and reads texts like the Bhagavad Gita, the Quran, and the Bible daily, and that she now abstains from sex, alcohol, violent entertainment, and unnecessary spending, which is like... She isn't watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, she's not. Can't she's She's completely out of the colon dead universe. And that makes you ask, like, how many years has that been going on for? And I doubt it'll continue for that many more years because you're releasing a memoir for the money. <laughs> Like, <laughs> why else release it because you had something good going with red table and then i don't know and then yeah stopped that because the memoir was being planned out and 
we can't be telling everything now. We have to save it for the memoir. At the table. <laughs> like, Not that she was telling everything. Yeah. Also, I I love like when a celebrity says something like, um, I'm abstaining from unnecessary spending. I'm like, I'm going to need you to outline what unnecessary spending is to you. <laughs> like <laughs> what is necessary to you? Right. A big red table. <laughs> it would love, right? <laughs> it's like, here's my the red table ma- maintenance monthly fee. <laughs> biggest reddest table you've ever seen in your life so that's that's jada she's you know it's floppy it's it's floppy. floppy the brand is floppy and it reminds us of flops of days past like when prince harry was releasing the memoir and for weeks it was just prince harry says this he says this his dick got frozen off this whole thing <laughs> that, like it's just all this stuff and you're like i okay 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 i'm not gonna read the book but just please stop like i'll just do anything please, else please. i'll do anything else I will yeah. say if you're really interested in it, we will get excellent episodes of Celebrity Book Club, Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Like, yes. you know, if you really want to know what's up, go there. I would say probably you don't need to read the whole book. Bless those podcasts. They have completely taken away any like desire or urge, I feel, to ever to purchase one of these. Books. It's like, like a it's, huge it's shout out to them. Like I like, Rigsby's you, you freed don't me. Need to, yes. Don't oh even my god. <laughs> Beautiful episode by um Celebrity, celebrity book club celebrity CBC. book club celebrity book club is is the gays celebrity memoir book club is like straight the girls straight girls like yeah. the girlies <laughs> like the girlies like yes so those are our hot flopics this week it's hot hot next we're going to get into our local flops cassandra would you like to kick it off yeah okay so i have kind of a quick one um the golden bachelor you know about him heard of it heard of it the golden bachelor is of course a a a 72 year old man is being courted by like 30 65 60 plus year old ladies and one of them is from like a suburb of philadelphia she's from delaware county which is the county that i'm from confusingly it's called delaware county but it's in pennsylvania etc etc the philadelphia inquirer and i know that this is like something that happens in a lot of local publications it's like you publish an article that is like jumping off of a national news story and then you've localized it in a weird way so they, they did that with the contestant from The Golden Bachelor. They're like, so we have this contestant who's from here. So now we're going to write an article about how old people actually do have sex. And I think that that is a great topic. And I think it's so stupid that they like had to have this tie-in from it. Mm -hmm. So it's a fun article. I just wanted to highlight it. Um, you know, they interview some older people who are dating. Um, we have a woman who taught kindergarten and first grade for 38 years who is declaring, quote, I've gone on a few dates since my husband of 36 years died five years ago. I haven't met anybody who wants relationships. They just want sex. Men are still the same. That's well. Whoa. Yeah. And then also, I guess, just the floppiness of older men in the philadelphia area she also has declared that she meets men online or at the senior center at the klein life community center in northeast philadelphia cute uh she loves aerobics and travel and says that she's a doer but that many guys can be absolute sluggards quote they aren't available because they need to watch eagles games or you do manage to go out with someone and try to connect but then they ghost you god Time is a flat. Time like, is a it's flat just... fucking circle. Um, so that's our local flop for the week, uh, which is just like you should be free at the local Philadelphia Inquirer to just write a story about old people and their sex lives, and it shouldn't have to be. Yeah. Starting with, can you believe Jerry Turner is on the Golden Bachelor and she's from Philadelphia? Yeah, amazing. Do you think old people are sick of us 
referring to them as cute only yeah, in a positive for sure. way for sure yeah. for sure when yeah. i'm an so old person i will be sex yeah more. we need to write about their sex lives more <laughs> I, I would love like an entire magazine that is on this topic like yeah, you know yeah. are, are you myth busting like the fact that there's chlamydia in every nursing home or is it really true like you know all yeah. that stuff like i want to know about it that is interesting to me i i was loving this article is great it will be in the show notes as all the articles are and you're free to read more about the elderly ladies for my local flop, um, the Eras Tour movie premiered in Los Angeles, specifically at The Grove, which is a recurring character on this podcast now. People are rewriting history and pretending that The Grove is a good place <laughs> to go to just because the movie premiered there. And I have to say, like, we cannot th <laughs> let this podcast serve as record. It is not. Like, it's not. It is not. It's not. I saw specifically a Swifty tweet Wow, it looks so magical there. When she is feet away from the Cheesecake Factory that is connected to the AMC, where when you walk into the lobby, you see people eating at the Cheesecake Factory through a glass window, like, up high. Like, they're looking down on you as you march through the AMC lobby. It's like no, they don't even know about the no. air conditioning problem. Right, they don't even know. <laughs> and I bet they got it together just... They, they summoned all their air conditioning together just for Taylor, and then the rest of us will have to suffer. The rest of us suffer. And yeah, that, that would sucks. be funny though. Can you imagine a bunch of Swifties in like a hot movie theater? Like the the thing about that is, I think they would get it fixed. Isn't that so I'm, fucked up to consider? They're the type it's of like fandom they, to take yes, action. They, they are act, like, yes. yeah, they're gonna be like, you better fix this AC, or my ass is not coming back here for the six subsequent viewings that I'm planning. We will. Re By the way, wait, I saw it. horrors. Did you, you see it? it? I watched I it. Seen it yet. I went I to the theater and I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Um, but I I was thinking about seeing it again. Now that I know what, Whoa. yeah. Oh my it's god, good. it's good. Well, I it's love good. I know, me too. I'm shocked I haven't seen him. I had plans fall apart. It was tragic. It was I sad, did, beautiful, I tragic. Ditch work a touch early to catch a 4 p.m. screening. It was. Ooh. It was good. It was a choice. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it's two hours and 45 minutes. Like you got to. It was really long. You got to make Actually, time. part of the problem was that it was long. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Answer me this. Was there backstage footage? Was there like behind the scenes or was it strictly concert? Strictly concert. Okay. Noted. Noted. I have my expectations recalibrated. Strictly concert. Yeah. There's That's no. That's what Beyonce will win though is because she's giving us behind the scenes. We're filming on the jet plane. We're seeing Blue Ivy rehearse. That's where that's how she'll win. Okay, that's <laughs> huge. No, she will win. I mean, Taylor did like it's very straightforward. The only thing that you get a little bit of texture from is like the shots of the people in the crowd who are like loving it. It's very like yeah. stand up special, I guess, in that way. Um, mm -hmm. But it was it was good. I have to say, I thought the reputation part slayed the hardest, and there was only that's one what I'm song. Saying. Yeah, yes. there was only one song from Speak Now, which was Slay for me. <laughs> she cut one because she did do Long Live, but she cut that one, and then. It's yeah. the credits. Okay. Long live. Look is what the you credits. made me do. Look what you made me do. Rock version. So like, good. It's so, so good. Fucking, yeah, it fucks. <laughs> it fucks. Okay. Uh, do one episode also, where we don't talk about Taylor Swift challenge. We can't do it. Failed. <laughs> failed again. Okay. Also, really quickly, LA Magazine reported as Hollywood's elite enjoyed the high life, dozens of Cheesecake Factory staffers, there are roughly 230 working at the location, were forced to lose a day's wages. Though several no. business owners at the Grove told Los Angeles that Caruso promised compensation to business owners, it's unclear whether those owners plan to pass that monetary gesture down to their staff. Um, they then say, quote, staff were largely frustrated to lose a day of work, though some were relieved to have the day off. And <laughs> that's, I just have to say, like, 
you didn't even need to write that because that is how it is. That's, <laughs> like, that's it. That's the duality of capitalism. <laughs> exactly. Of just being a working person with a nine to five where you're paid hourly. I think wow. that's all that we have. What a ride it's been. What a ride um, it's been. Incredible journey. Call in with your favorite TV show that's on. 516 Hot Flop. Yeah. What, what are the flop tarts? watching what, what are you watching let us know let us know what, what are you guys up to what are you what are you doing what's your will and grace on hulu what's your uh, real house size somewhere in the county on peacock okay that's it we're gonna leave justin and cassandra flopping off bye <laughs>